Hello everybody and welcome to a special Corona edition of Overly Honest Dads. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Matt and I'm joined as ever by Magnus. Hi guys. And John. Hey Corona. Now I'm joined by Magnus and John as normal but that's probably the only normal thing uh, in our lives at the moment um, because we're in the middle of lockdown um, so so yeah this is a special podcast we're putting out there to sort of have a bit of a palate cleanse to sort of get something out into the world at this really bizarre time uh, maybe to document our feelings and our thoughts and share them uh, with you very lucky people um, so um, yeah one thing to mention quickly is if you've been listening to any of our previous podcasts they were recorded quite a while ago um, and so now, obviously, our kids are a bit older, so if some of the facts don't match up, that's kind of why. But that's enough from me. Um, Magnus, why don't you tell us how you've been getting on during lockdown? Uh, I think pr- pretty much like everyone else, really. Um, taking it in our stride, it's a completely unprecedented situation. It's bloody weird. Um, never experienced anything like this in our lives. And I know that the older generation as well, uh, unless they're alive during the Spanish flu, uh, this is new to them too. Uh, our situation is, quite frankly, not that bad compared to a lot of other people. I think 300,000 people um, at the current count as of today. Uh, we remain at home. We're, we're with I'm with my partner, with our, my kid, um, who's doing fantastically. She has no idea what's going on. Uh, and that's what matters. She's just having a good time so yeah yeah um, it's not too bad awesome that's good to hear and john how uh what's your experience like having three entire whole children uh at home with you always constantly I like my children. I don't like people. For me, (laughs) that's that's how it works. (laughs) Yeah. Um. No. I'll be honest. I mean, I've reconnected with my kids a hell of a lot more because I don't. But you know, I I do work still. I'm one of the fortunate ones that's still working. I'm working from home. But the moment I I put my computer down, I'm at home and I'm straight away with the kids. So I'm very very fortunate in that sense. It's it's been good. Um. I'm not a big fan of people, but I have to be honest, I do miss shouting at people in traffic. Um, <laughs> so I'm starting to miss the uh, the world being alive in a way. Um, and and from the looks of things, I mean, me and my wife have, uh, as you know, multiple sclerosis, discussed it before, but we're locked down. We're in lockdown till July now. Um, so, it, it, you know, I kind of settled with the idea that we were going to be tied down for ages anyway um so I, i'm okay with it um and kind of i i don't mind i like being at home i like my kids as i said um there are some social aspects of you know being with uh, work colleagues and whatnot that i miss but i don't mind it i don't mind and what we're one of you know one of the lucky families in a way so i can't complain and the kids have been great they've been amazing as i said been reconnecting so so yeah it's pretty cool yeah, how about you matt well, I'm just going to say that I think it's a there's anyone who's a parent and goes and has gone through lockdown. Um, there'll always be a part of your sort of parenting life that you'll remember um, uh, from that period of time, because there's probably no other equivalent that's going to occur in our lifetimes where we're going to be locked down for that long. I mean, even if it comes back later on, we're probably not going to be locked down for this long, or at least I'd hope not. So it would be a unique sort of parenting event and a, a sort of different kind of bonding experience. And hopefully it's one that's gone well for the majority of people. I imagine for some who are in bad situations, it might make, it probably makes things even worse, but hopefully there's more positives and negatives that, that, that come out of it. Um, 
yeah and for me it's all been you know kind of it's it's been fine really um you you just get on with it it's one of these situations where you can't really actively actually affect what's happening um it's imposed upon you and you have to make the best of the situation so there's no point being miserable about it and it's been really good for Amelie and me and her relationship which is a, the great part of it because prior to this happening I was really really busy with work constantly and was working late all the time would just see her at weekends sometimes if I saw Amelie out like and came home earlier than the normal she would be sort of so excited but confused that she would like laugh and then and then sort of not be able to control herself and cry a little bit and it was just weird a weird sort of thing you don't want your yeah. kid just having that reaction to you it's not it's not what you want um and so now we we see each other constantly uh we have little routines um her talking's coming along um we now watch tv um which is not something we ever did ever did before because alex had this thing about not wa watching tv until amelie Al was two years old but now we actually do we watch the gruffalo we watch room on the broom we watch zog we watch the gruffalo's child and we watch my new favorite the australian kids band the wiggles um which who i i encourage any parent out there to research the wiggles and and play some of their songs they're they're pretty good actually for what they are um but anyway um where was i going with this oh yeah so so me and Emily just have nice little times where we hang out on the sofa she cuddles up she climbs and sits on my chest so i can't see anything um which is you know if you let them get away with that don't you when they do silly little things like that so we you know the, the moments of real uh positivity and happiness to take away from what is just a really bizarre situation yeah man 100 percent. i think it's um yeah you got to take the positives out of this and i i'll be honest again i i'm really enjoying spending time with the kids i really am and they're they're learning so much more in a way being at home than than being in school and which is seems ridiculous but they're, they're sort of just they get so much more attention at home with with their mum because she's sitting there doing one-to-one -one classes basically every day and they learn so much more and they're taking leaps and you know in their knowledge and the way they're growing which i think is amazing so and yeah. also it's it's amazing i think it's just amazing you get to to entertain your kids on a daily basis and for me there might be two days if i'm going to the office where i'll come home late they're all in bed already and i won't see them for two days with an hour i see them every day which is really cool yeah so magnus i'm interested to know have you seen an improvement with uh quinn's sort of uh, talking and vocalizing since lockdown started absolutely yeah it's, it's been a stark contrast uh, i think it, it, it drawing parallels from from both of you the, our relationship has grown massively um i i've got the feeling and i don't know if i should be saying this because i know that roman will be listening but currently i feel like i'm the favored parent here which is which is really quite mm -hmm. nice yeah um i'm the one she comes to for hugs i'm the one that she comes to if she needs to be soothed um if she has a problem uh she's talking a hell of a lot to me as well um however i would say that the majority of the words she's saying mm -hmm. is in check uh, which is a, an interesting um, change. But then again, we are, you know, we're speaking to her a lot in, in both languages, um, having a, a, a bilingual household, which is similar to you, Matt. Yeah, um, I think well, all, one, of yeah oh, all of us. Yeah, all of us. I'm the most immigrant out of the three yeah. of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot, yeah. Um, I think that one big takeaway from this whole covid19 situation for a lot of parents of young children maybe not mine and yours matt because they're so young um is that there's going to be uh, a generation of kids young kids that will remember their parents being at home them not going to school 
them playing with with them learning interacting having just a joyous time where they don't have to worry about work yeah. maybe um they don't have to worry about any other thing but the family they probably have uh, more time to do things like having regular meals uh, regular activities interaction um, instead of being in front of the, the the games console or the tv and i think that that's a really really beautiful takeaway from this very morbid situation yeah you know what i yeah. found really interesting um actually is the fact that because everyone's home and they're trying to you know burn time in a way because you've got nothing to do um, a lot of the old games are coming back. Um, like I was trying to buy jigsaw puzzles on Amazon, and it's like out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. And it's just like, what the hell? Like nobody ever cared about jigsaw puzzles before, and now you can't get hold of them because people are at home doing them. And you know, both the kid ones and the grown-up ones, you can't find either of them. It's pretty impressive. So it, people are kind of gone back to playing board games and stuff, which is quite fun. It, I think it, it it may have been all of the things that one could have done at home. Um, mm-hmm. when, when lockdown hit, all of all of those things were just out. So DIY, fitness, um, jigsaw puzzles and games, uh, things and toilet paper. Toilet paper, of course, <laughs> the, big, the big toilet paper scandal of 2020. Um, yeah, you know, ki- kids' toys as well, like uh, swing swing sets and slides. They all disappeared. Yep. Couldn't yep. get them at all. Um, so yeah, it was uh, yeah, a bit weird. But we survived. We survived the the you know potential apocalypse. We lived to fight another day, uh, as do our children, um, which is a good thing. And so hopefully we all emerge out of this a little bit stronger. Um, so that's our little hello and introduction. Um, we, we'll take a, a very brief uh, break. And when we return, we're going to talk about what we're most looking forward to doing once uh, we get back to some kind of normal. Let's just imagine that things will snap back to normal in a short space of time, what, we, what we'll be doing when that inevitably occurs. So um, see you in a moment. Bye. Welcome back to Overly Honest Dads. This is our special Corona cast brought to you from our respective houses in London. So in our first bit, we talked a bit about um, about what lockdown has been like for us. But let's focus now on what life might be like afterwards. And I want us to imagine a glittering, shining, amazing future where everything opens up instantly, because I think getting bogged down in the specifics of what might happen will be uh, one a little bit beyond us because we're not experts you should not listen to us about that sort of stuff and really a lot of other people are doing that and and why why be the same let's be different so let's imagine everything snaps back to normal next week what are you doing first who wants to go first i'll go first if okay, you don't mind. first thing i look forward to doing going back to normality or if it was the snap tomorrow and we go back to normality is to go gym <laughs> don't do that don't do that john yeah to go to the gym me. yes yes no, thank you let's thank not you. slay the queen's english or kings whatever um <laughs> no um I, I do really miss exercise i do really miss going to the gym going for long runs preparing for the marathon i mean before this i was training for the london marathon i was training for like tough mudder and all the rest of it and now i have no interest in doing exercise because i have no goal to 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 strive for if that makes sense so i am exercising but it's not at the same level um and i do really miss just being able to have a goal be able to go outside and do stuff i miss going to restaurants 
sorry, man. Just to just to uh, stop you on the exercise a bit quickly. Do you think it will take you long to get back to where you were? Now, bear in mind, I understand very little about nah. this kind of thing. How long do you think it will take for you to get back to pre-lockdown levels of fitness? I think six weeks. I'll be back to where I was. Um, yeah. Because I, I haven't. I this is the thing. I haven't been drinking. Um, this is to listen to that. I've drunk no. with you on Zoom many times well, during lockdown. Wait, wait. To the listeners out there, this is the second time we, re- we record this episode because the last time we recorded it, I was too hammered because I had two whiskeys. I was out of it. It doesn't take me much to, to have a drink and be completely out of it now because I don't drink often. Because I think when I'm at work, because we have whiskey in the office, because you drink when you have dinner or whatever, I, I tend to have drink more regularly. Now that I'm home with the kids, I don't really drink that much. So when I sit there with you guys and I have two whiskeys, I'm completely out of it. So I just think it's, I don't think it's, it's too difficult to get back to normality, to, to get back to sort of shape I was in. Um, even today I did skipping. I did eight rounds of skipping and I was fine. And I was like, I could probably do more. Um, but I had to stop because we were recording. So I don't think it's going to be a major issue. And, you know, it hasn't, it's not like I've stopped completely, if that makes sense. I, I, I'm still doing some exercise. Yeah. No, that's cool. That sounds good, man. So what else are you looking yeah. forward to? Going to restaurants. Um, I think that going out with the kids, eating pizza, going to Italian restaurant, being Italian, um, <laughs> going out to <laughs> like having food out and, you know, being able to, uh, one, you know, one thing that is not very Italian and my, one of my grandparents who's died uh, probably spinning in his grave right now but i miss mcdonald's like there's no tomorrow i can't yeah, wait no, for the mcdonald's mean. to be open again i really miss yeah, I'm McDonald's. exactly the same i mean i've had yeah. kfc a few times uh but yeah, yeah. it's not quite the same but you know no. what um i need to tell you guys this because it happened the other night so it was you know i've told you that there are a couple of fast food places around here that could do imitation mcdonald's or imitation burger king and they're halal businesses from france so they're they're essentially run by muslims and mostly muslim mm-hmm. people use them but you can order online and essentially you're getting a big mac it's just a bit of a knockoff big mac and so i ordered it the other day but i forgot it's ramadan and um because it's a muslim business all the food came in this really resplendent beautiful ramadan packaging it was really great <laughs> it's just this like black and gold ornate designs um tasty burger it was a, a nice little shining light in the middle of lockdown so I was like looking at Magnus, um, he's expressing what I'm thinking, um, which is, it's not fucking McDonald's, is it? It's so close, <laughs> it though. be as pretty as you like, but it's not fucking McDonald's. Um, he, he actually read my mind. I was like, hmm, nice packaging, but you ain't McDonald's, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's so close, it. though. It's so close. Like, you, yeah. if you close your eyes, you can almost pretend. Um, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So that was good. Yeah. That's good. Anyway, Compromise. Magnus, how, how are you finding uh, what, what are you looking forward to doing? Uh, well, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm looking forward to that Quinn having some interactions with kids, man. To be oh, honest, oh yeah, like that. Yeah. That's a real big one for me. She's she's at, she's what 16 months now. Um, she's been in lockdown for past two or so. Um, and the, 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 these these times uh, are, you know, we, we always discuss them in weeks because they change so rapidly. For the first three years, they change like on a week by week basis. And she needs that interaction. It's all well and good that she's she's having. Um, the, the 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 video calls with other kids from the NCT group and her mm-hmm. uh, nursery kids or whatever uh, uh, babysitter kids what, what, whatever that they're called um, her acquaintances should I say the peers um, but it's not the same it's not the no, same she no. needs to go into a park because she can now bloody run which she wasn't able to do before lockdown um, more or less run 
she's fairly <laughs> but now she's she, she she's zooming it up and down the house it's mad um yeah she needs to interact she needs to go and play with dogs she needs to go and kick a ball she loves balls inside the house Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, that is the biggest thing. Um, yeah. I, second thing, I do empathise with John. I think it would be good for me to have some outdoor uh, fitness action, or at least go to the fucking gym. It's so strange how everyone is getting fatter during a lockdown. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I've I've been eating shit, and my, my friends have been oh, yeah. eating shit. It's it's crazy. Um, yeah, everything slows like down. Yeah, everything slows down, but I, I, I think it's not—it's not just that. Is you need to burn time, and and I think when people are stressed and have anxiety and whatnot, you you tend to find something to to chew the stress away, and and that's just normally what happens. I think that's just normally what happens. But also, you got to think that the little things that you used to do are now at the door, like going going to work, going to the tube station, whether you walk or whatever, you're moving. If you're in the house all day, you're not moving as much, or you're not even walking as much. I was looking up uh, at my watch today and looking at the the trends of walking. I used to do over six thousand steps a day. Now I'm I'm barely managing two thousand steps a day unless I'm skipping. And then if I skip, I'll go over the six thousand. But you're not really walking that much because you're just in the house. You're walking around the house, which is not much. Yeah. But I also think. I think as well, though, that life, the reason that people let go a little bit is that life is lower stakes at the moment. Like when you're out yeah. in the world, normally, if you mm. let certain standards slip, people can see that, they pick up on it, and it can affect mm. your standing, be it in the workplace, social circle, whatever it might be. But right now, as long as you can look vaguely presentable on a Zoom call and kind of and kind of string sentences together in a yeah. coherent way, you can get through life. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're golden at that point. You know, it's it's a it's a far lower bar yeah. than you ever had in normal life where you had to consider your appearance and your interactions, yeah. you know, with random people in the street, your etiquette mm. on public transport or whatever it might be. Now it's it's a lot less there's a lot I caught one of my out. colleagues drinking a, a drinking a beer on a Zoom call at eleven o'clock in the morning the other day. I didn't say anything, but I just saw him just like take a sip, put it down, and then he was like, "Did he see me? Didn't he see me?" <laughs> like he literally, you could see in his eyes he was questioning. And I just carried on as normal. But people are just letting the bar slip because yeah. it doesn't matter. You're by yourself at home. Who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so and I think the other thing I wanted to go back to Mag, which I think both of you and anyone who only has one child, and we've spoken about this before. Is the fact that as much as they're more expensive having more kids because i admit they are more expensive but they are entertaining each other so for us at home we still get that break because go downstairs or go upstairs to their rooms because they've they're, they're got rooms upstairs and downstairs and it's just sort of go and play upstairs and downstairs and we get the living room and the kitchen uh, because it's a townhouse quiet and it's just me and my wife and it's nice and quiet and they can go off and play together so they're still entertaining each other as much as they're not kids the same age but at least they're interacting with other kids. Whether I really feel for people like you guys, where you only have one child and you are the constant entertainment day in, day out. And and it's not easy. And I can imagine, I don't know what it's like for you, Matt, but you're working from home and then you have to constantly entertain your kid as well all the time. And Alex is working as well, isn't she? I mean... Oh yeah, it's just like we play tag team in the in the in the daytime. So one of us works and the other one looks after the Amelie. There's a period of where Amelie naps, of course, where we have a couple of hours of downtime, but inevitably we probably do like an hour of work across each shoot across those two hours. So it's not like you can really relax and yeah, it's it's hard, yeah. but at the same time it's 
it's not the end of the world. I'd rather be in the situation no, no. where I'm working and and uh, and and tired than um, have a situation where I'm having to look for work right now. Because yeah. you know, I think we can count ourselves as being uh, fortunate in the grand scheme of things. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But maybe so, that's a good place. How, how is sorry. Uh... I was just going to say, how, how is work, guys? How, how are you finding it? <laughs> John, you oh, can take that one. <laughs> no, I can take that one. So, I, yeah, work's all right. Work's all right. I, I, as I said, we're very fortunate, the fact that I'm, I'm still working. And sadly, I, am the, I work in a, in a job where I am the cockroach of any company. I'm HR. Yeah. So you're you're the bastards that stick around no matter what happens, sadly. So um, yeah, we've and I, and I do feel for for anyone that's going through sort of the not working period at the moment. Uh, again, we're very fortunate. It's fine. Very fortunate. It's fine. That's not big. Deal. Yeah, we love you, Mag. We love you. <laughs> Nobody was ruining you, man. We love I you. lost <laughs> my job. My, yeah. my my client. Yeah, when 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 COVID came out, they were like, recruitment freeze. Bam! No, you must leave. Go. Be gone, release me into the woods, and that was it. I had to go. I think it wasn't personal, there was more people let go. Uh, no, yeah, 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 there, yeah. there were, there were, there were, there was a, a good, there was a whole team of us that were let go of, but you know, that that that's the life of um, a non PAYE, yeah, uh, your contractor, indeed, indeed. Yeah. But um, I remember when uh, uh, I, I had to go to Romana with my my cap between um uh down to, down to my side and say to her babe um i've got no job there's going to be no income <laughs> and uh, <laughs> lock, lockdown was more or less uh, uh announced at the same time and yeah she had a heart attack it, it was oh, no. not good and so i empathize with a, a lot of the people out there that have experienced that that have, that have lost their jobs there's a whole load of us that have lost their jobs and it's yeah. not good especially if you've not you, you don't have a lot of savings um, if you, you're not in a job that pays a lot of money purely because of circumstances, no fault of anyone's, um, yeah. that's hard, really, really hard. Uh, so it, it's good that the government have has these schemes for people. It's a shame that there are people that have fallen through the net. Um, mm. It's been quite eye-opening. It's really shone a light on a, on the inequalities across the, across the world. Uh, out yeah, of interest, Magnus, are you are you currently looking for for a new job, or are you um, leaving it for a bit of time? Because I know that you don't have to be in a rush if you don't necessarily want to be. I I, I have I I have left it um, for some time, uh, which I don't know if it was a good idea. But I, if if I'm honest, just the way things went when I lost my position, um, it it was uh, I took it in my stride for a couple of weeks and then things started to get a little bit depressing with covid and a bit overwhelming and if, if i'm speaking honestly here with with both of you i had no motivation to to do so to go out and look for work yeah um to do anything really it, it really hit me hard and being at home in lockdown while it was great for with the kid we started to have cabin fever as well yeah uh you know we, we were we were working out at home that disappeared no motivation for it um all of the extra things that i was doing the 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 the, the learning and studying that i do outside of work that was postponed for some time um yeah. it was, i had no motivation for it and there's a lot of people out there that have, have had that um yeah. so it, it it was about trying to find my mindset again um yeah. getting back into the swing of things you know yeah. taking the, one step at a time um not being too pissed off at a situation that is out of my hands uh so yeah 
That's and of I'm course, now. and of course, avoiding the route of the deadbeat dad, uh, which is always yeah. important in these situations Indeed. to not yeah. not take the temptation of that that you know that well trodden road. Yeah, DBD man, don't be a DBD. Right. Well, on that theme, um, uh, well, on that on that note, sorry, we will take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have a Mumsnet themed section, an affectionate Mumsnet themed section. Um, uh, so yeah, join us shortly for more overly honest ads. Bye bye. Welcome back to the last section of this CoronaCast version of Overly Honest Dads. This is your bonus Rona version uh, brought to you from the collective luxuries of our own houses. So for the final section of our uh, podcast, we're going to do a round of Am I Being Unreasonable? Now, if you haven't heard of Am I Being Unreasonable, it is a board on Mumsnet. Um, Mumsnet being uh, you know, a message board that mums and, uh, and other parents might use um, to talk about you know whatever issues they're going through opinions whatever it might be um and they have this board am i being unreasonable people post up the issues they're facing in their life and they ask the general public am i being unreasonable uh, yes or no and so we're going to go through and we're going to uh, uh read out some of the threads um and give our own opinions and i just say we do this from a place of affection um uh mum's net for me at least was a very valuable resource when 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 amelie was first young uh, was first born because you know when there are random little things that happen with newborns and you're not really sure how to explain it you could look up threads on mum's net and find other people that have been freaked out about shit but been a-okay and it was very 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 reassuring uh, to me in those days so um this is all coming from a good place although it might descend into a bad place let's see um so the because, first thread sorry because we're overly honest i will correct that the reason we do this segment is because it's so much fun to rip into stupid people um <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what we've done in John. the past John, there, there are a lot of stupid John. people on there. It's quite funny. That, 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 that was a that was a podcast uh, version of premature ejaculation, John. You could wait for them to find out. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my screen is all white. <laughs> John, there's no need for that. I mean, you know. Um, anyway, so let's crack on with this section of the podcast without John's unhelpful additions. Um, so the first first thread is called Bin Collectors Shouting Cunt and Shit at 6.30 a.m. <laughs> this, this has been posted by um, a user named Carrick, Carrot Cake Fiend. Carrot Cake Fiend. This is the post. We're on a street of terrace houses of mainly young families and over 65s. Our bin collection happens 6 to 7 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. The bin collectors do a good job, and I have no problems with them talking loudly because bin collections is never quiet anyway. But recently, there's a new man, and he swears and swears at the top of his voice. This morning, his wife is a cunt, apparently, and some other things are shit. It sounded like he had a full-on argument with one of the other collectors. Am I being unreasonable to ask them to stop yelling or to mention it to the council i feel bad reporting someone doing a tough job especially during lockdown but at the same time i feel it's really not okay to be speaking the way he does yelling and shouting down the street what would you do please help who wants to go first whoa okay <laughs> I, that, I, I must admit I, i'm kind of conflicted with that I, at, at, at the same time i i don't really like verbose profanities just out when you could use other vocabulary but then again i do swear like i say but in at home and on the podcast at times um 
a bin collector swearing at six, seven in the morning. Yeah, and it, and, it and, dropping a, and dropping a C bomb as well. I mean, it's that's no ordinary swearing. Yeah, that's thoroughly British, after all. So but now uh, let, let me just remind you, Magnus, when we've tried to record this episode previously, you might have dropped a little C bomb on me. <laughs> yeah, I. I... <laughs> but Matthew, so, I'm, I'm you watching are. out for hypocrisy we here. Love you. I'm watching out for hypocrisy here. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you, you remember it well. How it, could I forget? <laughs> yeah. I, I apologise for that. Matt. I disagree. Okay. I think it all in all in good humour. Anyway, yeah, yeah, all in good humour. It scarred him so much, he keeps bringing it up. Let's go back to the post, Magnus. What did you think? I, 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 I think, I, I dare I say, I, I kind of empathise with her. I don't know if I'd go so far as notifying the fucking council. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's a bit much, isn't it? Um, but it's it's part of life to experience people like that. I don't know what yeah. else she can do. Yeah, she can let let her complain on the internet and, and let it be that. Uh, I mean, I I so I agree with the sentiment that it's annoying, but I think that's as far as I go. I wouldn't even write anything on the internet or complain to the council. Don't be a Karen. Um, I think that's the reality. I mean, you, there's no need to go that far. I think it you shouldn't do it, but what are you gonna do? I mean, yeah, are you gonna be Karen really? I mean, nobody want, nobody likes a Karen. There's no need. I mean, obviously it's annoying. And if you, I'd rather go outside and ask him to do, can turn it down. I'd rather do that than complain to the council. I mean, that that shows, you know, no guts. I think I'd rather okay. have the guts to go and complain to the guy directly if it was. Okay. So uh, again, don't be a Karen. Don't be a Karen, really. All right. So we get that don't message. Karen. Karen message loud and clear. Uh, the feminists will hate us, John. Um, so. Um, <laughs> Right, so let's read some other responses. Um, Levo Mental says, think about how it's affecting you, really. Surely you're not that delicate that you can't just ignore it. That's one, that's one viewpoint. What um, Living that lockdown life says, defo complain, it's not 1950. Um, bright yellow daffodil says, I'm no wilting flower, and indeed I use those words myself, but I still raise it with the council. Maybe not a formal complaint, I'd ring the relevant department and ask someone to have a quiet word. What a snitch. Yeah, I, I, just talk a... to the guy. Just go outside so and talk to it. the guy. Okay. Yeah, I, no one yeah. has the balls anymore to go and talk to people. Just go and talk to him. What's he going to okay. do? Call you a C word? Matt, you reckon of being a snitch? That, that last uh, Yeah, don't call the yeah. council. You're snitching. Yeah. Snitches get stitches, mate. That's how it works. Um, that's the code of the streets, you know. <laughs> I, I might be middle class now, but I was born working class, and I remember those rules. Yeah, <laughs> I'm joking, snitch. by the way. I'm joking, by the way. I'm, I was, and it's not worth getting into. Um, <laughs> so let's go on to the next um, next thread. Um, this the title of this thread is: Am I being unreasonable to expect dear husband to do more around the house? Um, quickly, as an aside, for anyone that hasn't ever been on Mum's Net, um, there's a certain way of communicating about different roles in your family. Um, so there's always dear husband, dear son, dear daughter. That's always how it's expressed. So DH is dear husband. Am I being reasonable to expect DH, dear husband, to do more around the house? So, and the name of this uh, poster is Satsuma 2019. So that's Satsuma. 2019. Um, Hi all, me and my dear husband are both working. I'm part-time and work from home. My dear husband is working full-time in the workplace. I also do the childcare while work from home. 
um, she's using the acronym WFH. Um, when dear husband gets home, which isn't until evening, he then just sits on his phone and when asked to do simple things like bath our dear children, it's a sigh as if to say, why do I have to do that? I tried talking to him to say, okay, you work full time, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't also help out the little things at home and more importantly, interact with our dear children. I really feel like uh, SM is the worst thing invented sometimes. SM? Sodomy. What is SM? No idea. Um, I am just wondering, am I being unreasonable? Because dear husband has to work and I should suck it up and let him relax when he gets home, even if it means I do everything on my own. Or do you think he should be pulling his weight a little bit more? Is Satsuma 2019 being unreasonable or not? So can, can I ask a question? Does she say he sighs when he has to do something? Yeah. So like, that means oh. he does it. But that means he does it. So you're moaning that he sighs. So basically you're bitching about the fact that he sighs when he does it. At least he's doing it. But he I mean, shouldn't really be sighing. Though. Why yeah, it's a bit reasonable. I mean, the so, sighing is is because that is just saying like I can't be asked doing it, and it's sort of a way. It's a deliberate thing to say. I want you to know I don't want to do this, and I am going to do it, but I'm going to make you feel bad about asking me. It's it is like a little bit. It, it's not what mature, balanced people do, in my opinion. I I mean I. I have... surely, you perform, surely perform your responsibilities and shut the fuck up because you decided you wanted to be a parent, so you do everything yeah. that comes with it. And you don't bitch yeah, about the little things. Even though sometimes I will occasionally, when I'm not, when I'm not in, well, you know, not on my best form, maybe I will occasionally moan a little bit, so I don't want to pretend like I'm perfect. But you don't want it to become a pattern of behaviour. But as she, can you read the? Did she? Is she? Has she talked to him already about it, or she hasn't talked to him about it? I don't understand. If she should, if she should talk to him about it, if, talk if to him about it. You got a problem? Talk to the guy. I mean, it's your husband. Well, so, you know what John, I mean? the whole point of this thing is that people come up with problems and ask us to solve them. So the answer to every problem could be talk to the person. <laughs> I want your opinion on whether she's being unreasonable or not. No, she's not being obviously she's not being unreasonable. You need to share things, share responsibilities no matter what, whether you've got kids or not, you need to share responsibilities. I yeah. mean, like the, uh, that that being said, like people like in marriages, people need to talk to each other. I mean, I thought that was common sense. It looks like like common sense is like <laughs> too expensive in the world. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. How do you see it, Meg? No, I, I agree with that sentiment. Look, look, people talking to one another in relationships appears to be very, very rare. You always it's find a it, You know, you, you go onto relationship advice on Reddit, and there'll be some bullshit. Like, I've been going through this situation with my partner for 10 years, uh, and it's really affecting me now. What do I do? What Have you never spoken to your partner about it in 10 fucking years, you idiot? But apparently, <laughs> exactly. it, for real, for real, apparently it's not common. Um, but going back to your point uh, and to, to this situation, uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. looking after kids, actively looking after kids, not if you're just going to throw a tablet in front of them for six hours, is hard. Like, it's yeah, hard it work, is. Yeah, it's right? really hard. Now, we, 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 can't, we can't go into a dick measuring contest here because that is not productive. We can't say that his work is harder than, than, than her looking after, after the kids. You shouldn't do that. They're both hard. Let's say and she that. hasn't They're got a dick, hard. so who knows? People are into different <laughs> things these days. Yeah, dick are. measuring. So, how masculine of you to say that? <laughs> I'm just going to read. Um, I'm just going to read one comment from this one, um, and the commenter is named Cheesy Chocolate. 
uh, this this comment stood out to me. I can relate to this. I don't think my husband will ever change. I feel like his mum, not wife. I want to leave him one day. Smiley face. You can literally feel the relief in that smiley face. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I can't wait. That day will come and on that day I will be happy. Um, yeah. So fair enough. Um, I hope that's not one of our partners. That's always the risk about this. <laughs> one of our partners could be on Mum's net posting um, and we might read it out. God. Yeah, that would be amusing. Um, so the next one we have is th- these are all on a similar theme now, um, to be honest with you, because we're all locked down with our partners and, you know, we have our own things to deal with. And these subjects are fairly interesting to me. Um, so the next one is called Husband's Irritating Habits While I Work From Home. And the username is Chocolate Salty Balls 22. Lovely. It t- takes me right back to those early South Park days. Um you know, do you remember those early? Uh, there was an album. I had the South Park album where they had that song. Do you remember they had the so- chocolate salty ball song? Yeah, mm-hmm. chefs. Yeah, that was like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It's it was a long a while, time man. ago. So, I just rewatched all of those on on thing actually. That's a side yeah, point. Well, but it's on yeah, Amazon Prime. It's amazing. Yeah. So the the post starts just looking for a mum's net opinion on this to see if I'm being picky. Semi lighthearted, and I know there are far things worse to get irritated about, but you know how everything gets magnetized, uh, magnified. Sorry, times a million when you're in lockdown for the seventy sixty seventh million day. Well, that's an exaggeration. Um, mm-hmm. Husband makes a coffee around four. So she's written four slash five, which I, I literally read as four four fifths times a day. But I think <laughs> I think they, she means four or five times a day. Husband makes a coffee around four or five times a day. Takes coffee out of cupboard, makes coffee, puts it back in cupboard, and this is the key bit: leaving said cupboard door wide open, right. Uh, opposite my line of vision from where I'm working. Boogers off back to his workspace where he can't see wide open cupboard door. Would you A, sigh heavily, stomp over, slam said cupboard door, shout loud enough so you can hear you're annoyed, get up, oh sorry, B, get up and calmly close cupboard, then ask him nicely the next time he's in the kitchen not to forget to close it. Option C, just close the damn thing yourself and not see anything. Holy fucking shit. I, I just talk to your husband, you dickhead. Like... This is, yeah, this, Matt, this is one that John's advice rings true. We don't even need to hear the options. What the fuck? If there's a little thing like that which is annoying you in your relationship, you just say to your partner, babe, this is destroying my mind. Please don't do it. And then if, if he gets it, then he gets it. If he doesn't, then you work on it and you keep bugging him. And, you know, like it, it, the, the cupboard door doesn't need to be fucking open. I do shit like this. Yeah. I put shit on the counter. Romana doesn't want shit on the counter. I forget. And she, we do this for like weeks on end until I figure it out. And now I clean the counter and it's squeaky clean and it has worked. This, this shit like that throughout relationships, these little annoying things which appear to have no significance but actually do. Um, yeah. You just need to talk to talk your Talk to each other. Talk to that's, each a, like, that's a stupid uh, What an idiot, man. What an idiot. I'm, you I'm, guys I mean, are incredulous. Just the fucking... I don't understand how these people survive 
if they if they can't talk to the person they live with how the fuck did they survive in the real world i just don't understand it's just how how have you got by in life for fuck's sake you right, well, idiot I mean, we're, we're not living in like we're not living in an attenborough jungle documentary where you know you might get killed if you yeah. uh, do the wrong move we are living in normal life people can survive by being slightly idiotic and making poor decisions or poor yeah. judgments from time to time mail. Perfectly kind of reasonable. The mail. But, we, uh, but i get your opinion so let's just read a couple of comments um so, um, a, uh, comment... the mail. <laughs> do, do you remember that? <laughs> I was referring. Do you remember to that uh, that clip of um, David Attenborough talking about the lion and goes, and the male penetrates the female and leaves. <laughs> and it says that really calmly. It's fucking hilarious. That's all I came. No, David Attenborough, and you said that. It's just like he penetrates her and leaves every time she moans <laughs> or doesn't talk to him. So, time for a wine says he gets pissed at you being passive aggressive but still hasn't learned to close the damn thing himself he's a thoughtless bugger i'd keep slamming it to wind him up yeah well, passive aggressive bullshit yeah no that's childish fucking immature if anyone does that yeah shut that shit down that's fucking bullshit fall down say you don't like it jeez um so someone is saying that you should put a note on the coffee jar saying shut the fucking cupboard door Someone, like, is, so, someone that's called Candle No Bra says, in my house, ideal cupboard, and he'd know to come down and close it. Yeah, okay, that, that's a little bit more acceptable than being passive aggressive. Yeah. Just, just tell him. <laughs> just fucking tell him. Like, Jesus Christ, it's not complicated. You don't have to be passive aggressive. You don't have to do anything. Just tell the guy. <laughs> Chicky Chicky Doodah says, hide the coffee. Thumbs up emoji and deeply moving experience says take the coffee out of the jar and put gravy granules in there instead. <laughs> like the, are the children replying to this? Do you know what I mean? Hell, on man. that note, on that note, I think this is where we wind up this bonus Corona Cast episode of Over Honest Ads. Um, it's been a pleasure to um, do podcast for you, wonderful listeners. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I hope you're dealing well with your lockdowns, or if you're listening to this after the lockdowns are behind us, I really want to know what the future's like. I hope you're doing well. Um, so um, yeah, let's uh, quickly thank um, my two wonderful podcast pals, Magnus. Stay safe, everyone. And John. Stay alert and stay safe, people. Yeah, stay safe out there. Thank you for joining us. Have a great time. We'll see you again for more Overly Honest Dads. Thank you and goodbye.